to School Crack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week we bring you the latest news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Hey guys. How are you? Crack. What's up? The crack is good. The crack it's is mighty. mighty. 90. Yeah, 90, 90, mighty, and it's cutting fine. <laughs> <laughs> All the Irish stereotypical yeah. responses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, gotta, we can jam in some uh, skull crack uh, kind of descriptions of crack in there. Oh, yeah. Three damage. Players can't get alive. <laughs> or that this player can't get alive. I really know <laughs> what this card does. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, I, one in a red. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very bad. Um, okay, so we have uh, some stuff to talk about this week. We have some of the remaining cards from the Ixalan preview. All of the remaining cards. All, all of the remaining. Yes, yeah. thank Sorry you. to correct you there. Thank you, Alan. We have You're all of the remaining cards. <laughs> so we'll be going through some of the things that we didn't really hit before and uh, just you know, noting anything that we think is interesting. Mm. Um, we will have a little bit of talk on some announcements that Wizards made today, just today, about some alternate draft formats, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um. We're going to talk a little bit about the story. Hopefully you can help us out on that. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm on the spot, but I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll try my best. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have a turn report uh, from Al. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that one I have prepared for. Great. Okay. <laughs> and then we're going to have a deck of the week uh, where we're going to talk about some brews for Ixlam. Cool. So let's start with the remaining cards from the spoiler. So anything that jumped out at you guys from the last couple of days of spoiler. Um I know that the last day was just commons and commons, I think. Yeah, there wasn't that much that really jumped out at me, to be honest. I thought, I, I kind of thought just in terms of like utility cards and removal and stuff like that, I was hoping we, we would see a little bit more just in the last uh, batch of cards that got released. Yeah. But uh, we didn't really see that much, <clears throat> to be honest, did we? No. So I'm a little disappointed by that, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was, I, I didn't really put much thought into, um, into kind of, so the only thought I did put into car- what I was looking for on Friday, kind of for the last batch of cards, what kind of cards to replace what we are losing, because uh, we are losing so much in the standard. So yeah. I mean, earlier on we were just talking about how we're losing best, best lines and emanating layer, and mm. do we have that? We don't really have that now. That replaces that? No, do we? certainly not. No, no. The two mana removal in the set is very weak. Yeah, yeah, we're li- we're we're getting we're losing so much. We're losing emanating glare, blessed alliance, stasis snare, yeah. grasp of darkness. Uh, that that's pretty much it, I think, for the major removal spells. Yeah. Um, Void shatter and scatter to the winds. The mm. less yeah. good disallows. They don't really matter because people are just been disallowed at the moment. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, although Great void shatter was nice to have access to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think grasp of darkness is the biggest one, probably followed by immolating glare for white control decks, mm-hmm. and then just stasis snare is bad as well as a loss in terms of cards that deal with gods mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for. You know, uh, mana f- uh, at least semi mana efficiently, and an instant, and an instant yeah. speed, yeah, and immolating glare as a way to deal with aggro and white control decks, which I feel like specifically blue white is going to have a very hard time with now. Yeah, like uh, black decks will still have access to fatal push, and red decks will have uh, like whatever spells they want. They've they've got a bunch of options. Yeah, red is just flush with control yeah. spells these days, isn't it? It's yeah. like has the best two mana removal spells, and it has the both of the best rats probably. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it has the best removal spells. No matter if you're aggro, control, or mid range, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. just uh, there's there's like a one or two mana spell for whatever you want to do, basically, in all those situations. So yeah, it looks pretty rough. 
uh, in terms of the, the spoiler. It just doesn't, doesn't seem like there's much placement, and it seems like removal is going to be in a rough place. Yeah. So that was honestly my main takeaway. It's mm. kind of a bummer, to be honest. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry to be negative about it, but yeah. I, was, I was hoping for good removal here. Well, I think the takeaway from that is play proactive decks <laughs> Yeah. week one. Yeah. Don't be trying to play yeah. control decks. I mean, that's pretty much always the advice, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think it holds especially true now, especially because we have one of the best mono-red decks that's been around standard in years, yeah. I think. Mm. Uh, and then, like, an- another incredibly well-tuned mid-range deck that uh, is losing basically nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it seems kind of like the way to go. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any any sort of anything from the, the big set of cards that was released you want to talk about, or shall we move on to the kind of... the the rares and stuff that we didn't talk about previously. Um, well, I just wanted to say just about rotation in general mm. is that this is the biggest rotation we've had for a long time, right? This is the biggest rotation yeah. we've had for two years. Yes. Because yeah. like the last two rotations were just two sets leaving standard. Isn't that right? No, three. Cans, right. Dragons and Origins. So right? hold on. Last one. M50. See, wait, hold on. Yeah, so like uh, Cans and Fate left. No, when Battle for Zendikar came out, everything rotated up to Cans, right? Yeah. And then when Shadows. Kaladesh came out... Well, there was, there was rotation at Shadows. Oh, right. yeah, there was rotation at Shadows. So Cans and Favor Forge left yeah. when Shadows came out. Yeah. And then when Kaladesh came out, Dragons, Dragons and Origins rotated. Right, yeah, 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 so they're all yeah. small rotations. Yeah, well. so we had all real small rotations. So this is the first time the standard has gone from... What is it, eight sets? Eight, eight, five, to, five. eight to five. Yeah, yeah that's pretty enormous. It's yeah, pocket. so we lost a lot of like tools and stuff. Like Threats are easier... You know, threats are replaceable mm-hmm. in yeah. some ways. But... Um, answers aren't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I suppose is the thing. Like so. wizards tend to design sort of creatures and stuff in the same way every single set. So like, if you want a red four drop, there's going to be a decent red four drop somewhere in those yeah. sets to replace it. But yeah, yeah. specific like removal spells, especially are common and uncommon, kind of need to be designed around the limited environment as well, mm-hmm. which I think is a reason why we don't see exactly all the all the removal we want all that much. Mm-hmm. And there's maybe a good good reason why they're bringing back core sets too. So yeah. It's yeah. Possibly, yeah. easier to just print, yeah, let's go print mm-hmm. Doomblade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Doomblade. Just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it'd be so <laughs> great to have Doomblade in Sandwich. Yeah. 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 It would still not deal with Hazareth though. So It's true. It would deal it's with true. all the rest of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah. be a lot better than Walk the Plank. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you walk, walk the mic. We're talking off, about it off mic there, but we think it's gonna like have any effect. People even play it in constructive. Yeah, like, I think it'll see. I think play, it will, but it yeah. just won't be that good. Like it will see. It will. Be, I think it'll be a staple probably. Okay. As long as like you have a reason to want to be able to play black black on turn two. Apart from that, like you yeah. need other reasons to be a heavy black deck. Whereas grasp, it was like, even if grasp was the only double black spell in your deck, you were happy enough mm. to play it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Whereas this, I think it's a little harder to justify. The I don't know. Environment. It's just like it doesn't kill Hazard. It doesn't. Re- it doesn't deal with any of the other gods, really. Yeah. Like none of the Ammon Get ones, and kind of only, like Scarab God and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't kill vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Vehicles. Oh, vehicles. I think kill Merfolk. Yeah. I think. I think when you see like a cheap card that says destroy target creature, it's like all right, you know, biggest mana trade off. But what's the biggest creature that's. Uh, that's you know relevant and standard that this will be able to kill. Yeah, I think of stuff like Glorybringer. Well, Glorybringer's already gotten a card yeah, off. Yeah, you got yeah. the value. And then we're talking about going to Bristling Hydra. Well, you know, you can't. You're never getting that. Yeah. No. yeah. So like the cards that it kills in Teamer are, are like Long Tusk Cope. You know, yeah. great loss there. Two for two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, what's it called? Rogue Refiner. Rogue Refiner. Yeah. Which yeah. you're also not happy about. Sorcery yeah. Speed removing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Virtuoso is the same. Virtuoso. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. 
And like Fatal Push already killed Cub and didn't usually kill the three drops, to be honest. You, yeah. Mostly in standard, you're killing two drops yeah. for Fatal Push. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I think I think that um, black removal is in a really bad way. Yeah. I yeah. think it needs to rely on either red or white. And white two drop removal is also in a bad way, but at least you can somewhat fall back on Fumigate. Yeah, and cast out is very good as yeah, well. Yeah, sure. Again, it's so expensive. Like four yeah. mana, it's just not where you want to be against these yeah. decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And on the same point, four mana, then we have Raskus Contempt, which is like, you know, good removal, I suppose. But you know, yeah, four yeah. mana, throw one for mana, one for one. Um, yeah. I think Raskus Contempt will see play in control decks. Yeah. Probably not so much in black mid range decks. Maybe. Well, I think board. if the format was all mid range decks, then it would see play in the mid range decks. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because sure. then you're just kind of trading parity plus a little buffer of life or whatever. It, it just deals mm. with any problem. Yeah, you know, unless it, it's it a just, like Hydra. Yeah, well, yeah, still <laughs> <laughs> on the stack, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I see it as really bad. The the situation for removal. Come yeah, got yeah. So same. get ready for aggression. I think like everyone should probably just be playing red decks. That's kind yeah, of where so, I'm at yeah. with the format. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like there's so many, there's so many, and like all of these, all of the, all of the um, spoilers we're seeing. It's like you know, really kind of cards that make you want to brew around them. We got a you know, pirate tribal and dinosaur rampant. It's like, well, yeah, let's play red. I mean, red desert stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, dinosaur tribal is red, so that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, like the attraction of the dinosaur tribal would be to play some kind of dinosaur ramp deck with like sweltering suns. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. again, that doesn't really deal with like has the likes of Hazard. But once you have, like, if you're able to put Gishat on the field, yeah, you don't really probably, care about Hazard anymore. Be over, yeah. You're something, yeah. yeah, you're doing something that's correct if you're, if you're getting that far. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're winning, you're winning. As well. <laughs> yeah, 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 you are, yes. I feel like, like there could be some kind of green green ramp deck, green-white or something like that. People are playing a little bit of green-white ramp this season, Yeah. Uh, where you're just able to, you know, a turn four Fumigate is much better than a turn mm-hmm. three Fumigate. Sure, yeah. Um, I don't know. It still doesn't sound that appealing to me in the face of uh, of all these aggressively costed red cards, though. What do you guys think about settle the wreckage? You think that's good enough? Uh, well, I think a situational four mana removal spell is like even just worse than the ones we've been talking about already. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm not really happy about that against red, like against Ramnap Red. You're just no. like. Okay, I can exile your Hazaret, but you I just got you loads of lands, so you can just start sacking your yeah, yeah. your deserts as much as you want. Exactly, yeah. And then Or if you have another Hazaret, you can just start chucking lands at me all you yeah. want. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Like and if 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 they have a, a read on you, they can just like leave a creature back or something like mm-hmm. that. And then they you didn't even wrath their whole board. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. For four mana. It's like it's gonna be so obvious when people are holding this card up with double white well, four mana, you know? It will and it won't because glimmer. Yeah, but like, if, the, if there's lethal on board, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. I like, yeah, I don't know. Even in a red deck, say you attack on turn four with like two or three creatures, and they get you, and you get to ramp three lands, and they don't get to glimmer that turn. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty pretty good for them, but like it's also not the worst for you. Like you're not going to be happy, but you're not going to be as devastated as you could be. Yeah, definitely. So. And also, like, it looks like these red decks are going to be slightly slower, slightly bigger than they were this season. Yeah. So they're going to have even more use for the mana than they previously did. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I'm not too not too big a fan of Settler Records. For anyone who doesn't know, it's it's uh, we should probably say what the card is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, two white white for an instant that says exile all attacking creatures target player controls. That player may search his or her library for that many basic land cards, put those cards onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle his or her library. So it's a, a path to exile that only hits attacking creatures but can hit multiple creatures. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was thinking of going to get Shores to play with Share, but it's, it doesn't do what that card does. It doesn't, it doesn't it's the other white spell. No. No. Okay. Yeah, Wrath to Exile is what people That's call better, it. That's better, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. uh, which, and that pun is probably the best thing about this card. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a very cool card, though. Yeah. It is. Like, yeah, the design is sweet. I'm just uh, I'm not too excited about playing it. Four Path to Exile is in one card. Yeah, that's great. So sweet. Everyone loves it. Or more. Four Path to Exile is in one card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the seating is, is endless. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'd definitely prefer to be exiling a, a million one four paths with this card. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, it. actually. Yeah, maybe that, was, that. maybe that was part of the reason it was printed. That's actually, answer. yeah. yeah they, 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 they just get every single, every single land out of their deck. Yeah. Well, oh. all the non-basics. That deck didn't actually play that many non-basics. Or, sorry, basics. Oh, it was four color, yeah. Yeah, it was like, sure. what, seven basics, maybe? Six, yeah. seven basics. It's pretty decent. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, anyway, do we have, uh, do we have other, other cards to talk about? Yeah, so do you, do you guys want to talk about the... Um, the transform cards yeah because we didn't really get into before. these that much so there's yeah. there's two cycles of transform cards in the set there's five uh, enchantments legendary enchantments that transform into lands and there are five artifacts that transform into lands so I think we you know, we might have talked about treasure map already yeah but uh, we, let's start off with the enchantments let's start off with the sure. let's go in colour order so um, someone want to read legion's landing there uh, yep, so Legion La- Legion's Landing is white for a legendary enchantment. It says, when this enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 white vampire creature token with lifelink. When you attack with three or more creatures, transform Legion's Landing. And then on the flip side, it is a legendary land named Adanto, the first fort, uh, which says, tap add white to your mana pool, and two and a white and tap create a 1-1 white vampire creature token with lifelink. So, it's like a go white creature go white go oh, sorry go white go <laughs> white, white. shouldn't white. be saying that in this age of a uh, neo-nazi <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah delete this podcast uh, we're not uh yeah go wide my apologies uh yeah just white strategy you see it very often yeah i uh, don't know how much support for this there really is at the moment in standard um like attacking yeah. with three or more creatures in a white deck i mean there is the monument deck yeah yeah, does that lose too much stuff? Yeah, it loses a lot. Yeah. Hanwir like Garrison, or Hanwir uh, oh, yeah. Militia Captain, Spellqueller, yeah. uh, Bygone Bishop. It loses the whole thing. Spirit. Yeah. Spirit. Spirit. It loses everything, yeah. basically. Basically, Westfell, a Catcher's Monument still exists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this doesn't trigger a Catcher's Monument because no. it's not a creature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, And the best payoff for, for Go Wide token decks. Westvale Abbey is also rotating. Yeah, it's yeah. Gone as well. Oh, that's actually huge. But oh. this is kind of a replacement for Westvale Abbey because you can, you, like, in in the token making side, it's yeah. better than Westvale Abbey at token making because it's too cheaper. Yeah, mm. it's, just, it's just missing the win the game side. Yeah, so unfortunately. Could, could this be in like a servo deck? Could be, yeah. It could be in like an anointed possession deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, black, black white. You can um, cast this off SRAM's expertise. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Get it oh, into well. play. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's one of the ones that um, it's not so hurt by playing four of them in the deck, like the fact that it's legendary because it just comes in and makes a 1-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it gets its value already. I mean, I know you, you wanted to flip, but 
you also can't have two of the land, so because it's also legendary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not that bad for playing multiples, which makes sense in that kind of a white weenie deck because you want your critical mass of like one and two drops. Mm. Um, I can definitely see this having a place, but as it is right now, I think vampires as a tribe don't have all that much going for them. Yeah. So they have like they have like this. They have the vampire conquistador, which was also previewed on the final day, which is like a one mana one two. Uh, vampire soldier I think and when it attacks uh, each opponent loses a life mm -hmm. or the attacked player I can't remember if it's each opponent or the attacked player but um, so it has that it has like gifted etherborn oh, would you play the oh there is that a, the gold the black white card the mythic that has it it's like it's a 4-4 four, four with yeah 4-4 four, four with vigilance and lifelink is that the pay yeah. 7 life yeah. pay 7 life destroy it Pay seven life and tap, destroy yeah. target non land permanent mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it's well, that's vision, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That seems like just sort of a bad commander card to me. Yeah. No, I think that card's good. You think? Like, seven life fine. is a lot. Yeah, seven life is a lot, but the thing has a lifelink. So yeah. it gets you four of the life back. But people didn't even like playing Anguished Unmaking. True. But this is Anguished Unmaking on a creature. That's different. That seems worse than Anguish Still Making to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not instant. <laughs> yeah, well, it is once it's on the battlefield, but yeah. Well, no, because you have to tap, so you got to wait a turn. True. Yeah. Very true. Oh, I, I was thinking it was like Rizzo Brown, you could just fire off the trigger. Really. No, you can't. No, no unfortunately. unfortunately not. Uh, but yeah, so that could be definitely a thing. Um, yeah, as you said, the tribe isn't great, and if you did put it in a servo deck where you're putting in Metallic Mimic and hopefully naming construct or whatever mm -hmm. getting yeah. the 1-1 one, one vampire isn't that good there either so could see this in the future if vampires get more support as a tribe or if just there is a, a deck that doesn't care about the tribe for this but mm -hmm. yeah. yeah as you say I don't really see it at the moment I think the, um, the all of the tribes will be getting you know obviously will be getting more support in the second mm -hmm. set and yeah. some of them might come together like vampires and merfolk to me just don't really look like they're there right now no yeah. and so they're going to need an extra set worth of worth of um worth the stuff before they kind of come together into a real deck probably yeah like particularly they don't seem like they were even designed to have come together just with this set like it does True. seem like mm. it's not like uh we're looking at this and going oh this could be there could not it just looks very clearly like there's, there's not enough stuff yet so i presume well, wizards that's how they've designed it yeah well another thing to think about is that like you know this set was supposed to be in the same standard as shadows over innistrad right oh at yeah some point. I didn't think so there would have been extra vampires yeah, that might No, they would have been black-red, but there's still plenty of black ones. Yeah. yeah, and Mardu has been a popular color combination. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that, yeah. that could be one reason why it's not quite there. But again, I, I'm sure when we go back to Dominaria, we'll be getting a lot of, like, the classic tribes. Yeah. Our folk and yeah, yeah, yeah. vampires and things. Anyway, we'll probably revisit this card then. Yes. That's probably not for a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next one is Search for Azkanta. It's one and a blue for another legendary enchantment, which they all are. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, look at the top card of your library. You may put it into your graveyard. I'm in. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, then if you have seven or more cards in your graveyard, you may transform Search for Azkanta. So this is a may transform, unlike the previous yeah. one. And it transforms into a legendary land, Azkanta, the Sunken Ruin. So you can tap it to add blue to your mana pool. Always a good start for land. And you can pay two and a blue and tap it to look at the top four cards of your library. Uh, you may reveal a non-creature, non-land card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library and on your order. So essentially it's impulse, except you can't get creatures. Although if this card's in your deck, you probably don't have that many creatures in your deck anyway. Probably yeah, not. No. So that's probably pretty relevant. Probably this using card. this card to look for your approach to the second song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although this 
does make it way way worse in limited as like a card to open. Oh, like yeah. the fact that you sure, but just like just the front side is is all right in limited, isn't it? Uh, no, like you scry one get a scry on every every turn for two. Yeah, it's it's grand and like he'd... like it's not great, but you might play it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if you could tutor up creatures in limited with this, it would be that would be pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what do we think of this one? This one's definitely another huge build around. Yeah, I really like this for like control decks, but mm. as we were saying, I don't know if control is yeah. good right now. Yeah, uh, so I think this one might be. I think there's a bit of hype around this one at the moment. Actually, that certainly the price went up a little bit. Um, I think well, all of all of these are overpriced at the moment. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think this is one that's going to come down in the short term, and then maybe you know two sets down the line, maybe a year down the line, there's going to be a control deck out there that really wants this effect. Yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. And because it's a May trigger, you can have, or it's a May ability, you can have both. You can have the land and the, wait, is the land legendary as well? Uh, yeah, all the lands, I believe, are legendary. I think one of them's not. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll see that later, possibly. Um, you can have both, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You yep. can have this and the, yeah. the other side going at the one time. But like the, the card selection ability is just great, like being able to look at the top four and possibly get a counter spell or a kill spell or whatever it is you need yeah it's excellent at any moment uh, having a built in as you said impulse yeah it's just mana sync uh, it's great yeah as you said probably as we're discussing what standard is kind of shaping up to be maybe a little bit slow mm. but uh, yeah I could definitely see this being a player mm-hmm. yeah I think about, I'm like, I think we said before that you know in the future control will be uh, blue white I mean, but as before we saw the whole spoiler set and you know what blue white yeah, loses so if this was going to control deck at the moment, it might not be blue white. It would be like, would you see this in the blue black deck? Then that well, I, I think the blue black deck just can't continue just purely based on the loss of grasp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Um, yeah. maybe you could move into like live fast and die young. I don't know. Oh yeah. Because you have glimmer, you don't do much with that energy. But the problem with die young is it's not great removal on turn two because you won't have any other energy on turn two. Yeah. Likely, mm. unless you play an ethrope, in which case yeah, it's okay. Dion can actually kill Hazaret as well. It's important to. That's actually a good point. Out. We like Black is gonna have Battle at the Bridge as well, which yep. that that will yeah. also kill Hazaret going yep. forward. Yep. Uh, like that could be a thing. That, one, that one's not great though in terms of mana efficiency. You have to spend. No. Well, if you're, you're in an improvised deck, it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Which uh, you're probably not if you're playing this blue enchantment. No, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the next one is uh, Arguels. Arguels. I think it's Arguel. Arguel's Blood Fast, which is one and a black for legendary enchantment. You can pay one and a black and pay two life to draw a card. That's oh, that's pretty class. pretty okay. But yeah, I don't know. It's is okay. it? I was excited at first, and then <laughs> I think yeah, I, I think I actually was. I was just, at this point, I was like, this card is great, and then Kieran said it's two black black, pay two life to draw a card. No, pay pay four life. Four life. Sorry. Yeah, four life. No. Oh, sorry, sorry, two life. Yeah, to replace itself. To replace itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you have to go further on, and then it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I like Sunset Pyramid more than this. Yeah, because Sunset yeah. Pyramid is four of any color, and you don't have to pay any life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. we only get to do it three times, but like whatever. Exactly. Yeah, at that point you've paid six life with this guy. Yeah, which then does help you trigger the ability, which is at the beginning of your upkeep, if you have five or less life, you may transform it, uh, and it transforms into Temple of. Aklazots, a legendary land. It adds black to your mana pool if you tap it. And also, if you tap it and sacrifice a creature, you gain life equal to the sacrificed creature's toughness. Uh, So you can spend your life, all your life points and a load of mana to lose all your life and draw cards and then sacrifice your creatures to get it back. All the cards you drew, you can kill them. 
Yeah, yeah. Like that. you can do that. See, I, I only see this card going into like some kind of weird combo deck or like maybe a um, an aristocrats type deck. Yeah, where you're coming off on but five like, life. Aristocrats decks a lot of the times like drain for one. Yeah, so you right. just can't get yeah. below five life. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I mean, right. it's possible that you never want to flip this because the other side is not that good. Like it. Neither side a free, is that good, is no, it? No, neither side is that good. Yeah. <laughs> but a, a free, quote-unquote, sack outlet is good. Yes. But it's only once per turn. Yeah. Which is not good. <laughs> and also you've paid at least two mana for it previously, and uh, probably uh, it's probably taken you a while to, to get yeah. to this point. Yeah. Flip it. And yeah. In, yeah. And in a format where we are surmising that mono-red... <laughs> Yeah, get you dead real fast yeah. is going to be the top deck. You don't want to be going down to five life, really. No, yeah. I mean in modern um, you might put yourself in the range of a shock and a lightning strike at that point. Yeah. yeah, in modern you might want to put yourself at five life, so you have an eight eight death shadow. Yeah, doing it so you can flip yeah. a bad enchantment into a weird land. Play your other death shadow and then use this to sack your first death shadow and then you gain life equals to the toughness and then your other death shadow dies sounds great yeah uh, I, I just do want I want to indicate or want to bring some attention to the uh, the story of this card though it's okay. amazing so what is it what's the um, the flavor text so Argwell's vision led him to the jungles of Ixlan right and this this mm-hmm. you know everyone should go and look at this uh, oh yeah this art because it's extremely metal it's yeah, the it guy cool. and he's like He's pretty buff. <laughs> he's, he's wandering around the swamp and he sees this weird demon head floating in gold. And then he, what does it say? To the lost temple of the bat of a bat god of a bat god of night, eternal enemy to the threefold sun. So I assume this is, I uh, you know I need to see this bat god in the next no. set. Yeah, yeah. More oh, gods, oh, please. I presume we'll see the sunbird and the bat god in the next yeah, set. Yeah, but like. Ooh. Is it going to be a god? I don't know. No, I think they're probably done with gods for a while. Hopefully. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe let's be a demon. But it, it also, in the art for this one, it shows him entering the Bat God's temple and there's like a... What is it? It's like a a river of blood running from the temple or something like that. All right. Anyway, it's extremely metal. I can everyone, dig it. Everyone should check out that art. Yeah. Um, all, all of these give great stories, actually. All of yeah. these... Uh, they're really cool flavor. These transform cards, they're yeah. very, very cool. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think like if this card does see play in some kind of combo deck, it's going to be a type of combo you're going to see from so far away that if you're playing against it, you'll be like, all right, I can, I'm just going to be able to threaten them enough that they'll never want to put their life below mm-hmm. five. Yeah. So we'll be able to get the second half of their combo, whatever it may be. Um, you can just pay seven life and tap your Vana <laughs> to destroy it before <laughs> yeah, it transforms. True. It's pretty good. Uh, so on to the next one, which is probably the for standard at least the most yeah. exciting one. Oh, I love like this one. Play, yeah. yeah. So it's the red one. It's called Vance's Blasting Cannons. Three in a red. Uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. If it's a non-land card, you may cast that card this turn. Uh, whenever you cast your third spell in a turn, you may transform Van- Vance's, Vance's Blasting Cannons. And then on the back, it turns into Spitfire Bastion, which is a cool name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a legendary land that adds red to your mana pool when you tap it. And also you can pay two and a red and tap it. Uh, Spitfire Bastion deals three damage to target creature or player. So this is really, really exciting. To this hear. is so cool. I love Outpost Siege, and this is very similar to Outpost Siege. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also similar to Chandra. Some cases you might want this over Chandra. Like, mm-hmm. this can't be attacked. It yeah. doesn't die to, like, Vraska's Contempt and stuff. Yeah, you don't get an effect off it until your next turn, but yeah. 
most of the time when you cast Chandra, you're just uptaking her and doing two damage anyway, which yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't an enormous effect. Yeah. Um, and like super late in the game, it is possible maybe to just cast this and flip it the same turn. Transform it. Sorry, not flip it. I know people mm-hmm. lose their mind no. over that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like it, that. it is yeah. kind of hard to cast it and do it in the same turn because you have to cast three spells. Wait, hold on. Does, wait, does this count itself? Yeah, yeah. Cast your third spell in the turn. Okay, it does. Yeah, so yeah. you cast this and then play two more spells. Yeah, shock, yes. shock. Yeah, sure. And shock, shock, and then you flipped it and then open you... fire you. Yeah. Oh, well, that need, actually, you do need a lot of mana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's the same. But uh, it's, it's three. Yeah, but it's, you have to tap it as well. Oh, true. true yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose yeah. that's the same because it's this turn, you this is giving is wrapping yeah, our land. Yeah, yeah. land. So um, I love this card. Yes. Um, it's interesting about the decision to flip it because it's a May as well. Mm-hmm. So you're like, is my average card better than three mana deal three damage? Or what do I want to do? Yeah, I think there's going to be probably some interesting decisions with that. I think in general, you're probably just going to be flipping it the majority of the time, I think. Yeah, because, you know, where I see this is in the mono red deck, sideboarded in for grindy or against maybe control. Mm-hmm. And then once it's flipped, it's just like basically uncounterable three damage a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, apart from like disallow or something. Mm. I could see this in like red green dinosaurs, if that's a thing as well. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just uh, like any red deck just always loves having access to kind of pseudo card advantage like this. I mean, this mm-hmm. is, well, it is just card advantage, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of dodgy card advantage because when you hit 60% of your deck, it doesn't work with lands. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. That doesn't work at lands. But uh, Chandra already doesn't work at lands as well, so. Yeah, Chandra yeah. at least does damage. Yeah, yeah, and like, true, true. And like it's it is a planeswalker that's going up in loyalty when when mm-hmm. you're hitting hitting that. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean this still seems really good. It might um like sh- this Chandra might just see play over this for the moment. I'm not sure. It could could end up as a budget alternative to Chandra, but mm-hmm. it, or it could just mm-hmm. be that different decks want either card or possibly you just want more than four Chandras and this is your Chandra five and six or something in your yep. sideboard or something yeah, like yeah. that. Anyway, this is this is my favorite one. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. same. I think so, it's yeah. so you mentioned Apple Seed. So like, did that see play? In it did. Yeah, uh, playing sideboards. And so what, what? What was your other half of that? The, the so it was cans and dragons. Uh, the dragons one, I think. Whenever a permanent you control leaves the battlefield, you do. I think two, it was creature. Uh, creature you control leaves the battlefield. You do two damage. One. One. One, one okay. damage. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, it was all right. It yeah, was like you could play it. You could play it into your own full board, and you're like, "Well, if you ever kill all my guys, yeah, you're, you're dead." dead yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like wrath insurance. But anyway, uh, okay. So moving on to the last one, it is the green one, and this was, I believe, the first one spoiled or, or very close to. I think so. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was a mythic because when I looked at the price, <laughs> it was like thirteen yeah. euro. But, uh, it is in fact a rare legendary enchantment. It's called Growing Rights of Itlimok. Yeah. Uh, it costs two and a green. Uh, and it says, when Growing Rights of Itlamok enters the battlefield, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them and put it into your hand. Put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. At the beginning of your end step, if you control four or more creatures, transform it. And it transforms into Itlamok, Cradle of the Sun, a legendary land that taps to add green to your mana pool, and then taps to add way more green to your mana pool, <laughs> because uh, you add a green to your mana pool for each creature you control. So it turns into Gaia's Cradle. Well, actually a better Gaia's better Cradle for, because yeah, it also just taps for green if you have no creatures. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this one is like very cool for commander players and I don't know if it has a place 
in other constructed formats at the moment. Yeah, that's how I'd see it. As well. uh, again, I can I can see this scene playing standard as a grindy mid range card. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can whiff fairly easily in like a green creature Wait, deck. The, it's, only, it's only creatures. What, what do you get? Yeah, you look, creatures? Yeah, yeah. Four, you only look at four cards mm-hmm. and you can only take a creature. Yeah, so like this will actually miss a significant percentage of the time. True, true, true. Yeah, it is, It's like three mana is a lot for that effect. Yeah. yeah well, but if it can it. replace itself with a creature, then it's great. Is it? Well, I think it is, is. it great? Like four creatures is a lot Wait, to you, control you, at once to get the, the rest of the effect. True, 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 yeah. true. Yeah. And I mean, you might already be winning if that's the case. Yeah, like if you've already managed to have enough mana to put four creatures onto the battlefield, how much extra mana do you need from the guy's cradle side of it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, what, like, what are you going to do with that mana? Where do we put? Like the best mana sink that I can think of in standard is walking ballista. Yeah. Which could be good in the Dino deck because you're just like I make a massive walking ballista, ping my own rip draw raptor four times, draw four cards. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you know, it's only ruse you're walking to, so you're like, oh, whatever, I'll shoot you in the face with the rest. Yeah, oh, I, if you I can like trade that walking blist in yeah. for two or three cards. You're pretty yeah. happy. It's pretty happy. nice, yeah. It's or like, casting a giant dinosaur as well as you're the right. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. Like you can cast a Carnage Tyrant, Tyrant, or Gishath, or it will see. It only adds green. It does, so yeah. You but need to have pres- the other colors. Presumably, if you've gotten to that stage, you've cast four. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you can make all your colors. Yeah, true, you're kind of already ahead. But like, imagine just like playing this for three mana, and it's like not only is it three mana to nothing, it's three mana down the card. Yeah, that'd be about it. I mean, that's the same thing, isn't it? Oh, it, yeah, yeah. Three I mean, mana do nothing and three mana. I think, I think, I think, I think when we say, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I was going to also say, when we say three mana do nothing, it's like do three mana do nothing now. Do oh, yeah, later. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it yeah, also yeah. does does nothing later. later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 it's very hard for me to give this uh, to be positive about this card because, like we mentioned, it's so expensive that I already feel like it's very overrated. I mean, this card, it's got to go down in value, right? It's a totally. rare. Like, yeah. rare well, is like, this, this card is like a coin flip of completely broken or yeah. unplayable. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, th- I think it's commander value only at the moment that has the price high at the start. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I actually think yeah. most of the set is going to come down in price because I this is going into a different thing kind of but I don't think this set is very powerful no I don't think yeah, it's compared to what we have in standard like yeah, I think no. mono red teamer and maybe approach of the second son are going to be yeah I don't decks. know if approach is playable anymore with the yeah well with the losses but yeah I, uh, there's potentially a way you could build it I don't know search for Ascanta yeah I think this is like a very casual oriented set and yeah. like the dinosaur stuff People are like casual players will eat up, and like all like there are a lot of commander cards here mm. that like should keep some value just for being commander cards. But like thirteen euro for a rare in the new standard set is just it's, there's no, no it's possible. Un, it's way. unsustainable. So. No, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah um, I think yeah, like Smuggler's Copper was fifteen at the most when it was yeah. like you know thirty two, and that, that even came down to like yeah seven or eight after yeah. a while, and yeah. and even if you look at Glorybringer, Glorybringer was up to like fifteen the first week after it came out, and then came down to. Yeah. What is it now? Four euro or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Although those good. sets did have masterpieces in them. True. Uh, which which Ixalan does not. But I I just don't see it to be honest. Mm. Ixalan is also a fall set though that'll be drafted on its own for three months. True. True. So yeah, those yeah. ones always have more supply than. And you'll be doing dino sized drafts. Oh, of, which we'll talk oh about my god! Oh. I, 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 I did not have a chance to stop it. This anyone we'll talk about it later, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to hit any of these artifacts? We don't have to talk about all of them. Yeah, uh, Conqueror's Galleon, I believe we talked about before. It's the 210 uh, vehicle. 
uh, with crew four for four mana. When it, uh, when it attacks, you exile at the end of combat and return it to the battlefield transformed <laughs> under your control. This card is so that stupid. Fits into like trading posts or something. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, you can, it traps into or it traps it flips. <laughs> Sorry, Yu-Gi-Oh over here. All of a sudden, activate my trap galleon. Yeah, uh, conquerors. This one isn't legendary. See? Top oh, top okay. Top. <laughs> well, I mean, it was bad enough as it was. <laughs> uh, so you can top that colorless to your mana pool. Very yeah. exciting. Uh, you can pay two and tap it to to loot. Uh, pay four and top it to draw a card. Now we're getting somewhere. Or pay six and top it to regrowth to return a card from your graveyard to your. Is it any card or a creature? Yeah, yeah, any oh, okay. Okay. target card. Sorry, this is a good uh, commander card, as we were saying. Uh, is it? I don't even think it is. I think this is unplayable in every <laughs> format ever. <laughs> what about it? Crew four for a two ten is hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're on it. Ten turn clock. Like yeah. why did you just hit me with your four four? Oh yeah. Well, also, you're on a ten turn clock, but you can only hit them with it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. not a maze. No, you have to. No, flip you have it. to. Flip yeah. it. God, I like, I like. It's like. Because well, you don't actually have to. Do you have to hit with it or just attack? No, just when it attacks. Just attack. yeah, okay. Yeah. See, you can only attack with it once. And then it turns into this weird. Why does, it, why does it have to exile itself? Because it, it taps when it attacks, so they wanted it to come in untapped on oh, the yeah. flip side. It's, oh. So you can use the land straight away. I think. Oh, okay, which think, is cool. Yeah, like so. The favor is the conqueror's guy is coming down, and it's uh, it's turning into like a what, what do you call it? It's a outpost. Uh, it's a foothold. Conqueror's it's a foothold. foothold. So it's like all right, space space. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna set up shop here. <laughs> but because it's not a mate, it's like almost like the boat just crashed. Into, into right. the rocks then, isn't yeah. that exactly what's happening yeah it is but what was it yeah, yeah like there's the shore there's the boat that, that's that's what happened in in the story like no not uh, in the story oh, just in, in real yeah there have been shipwrecks in real life <laughs> <laughs> I've seen right. that time actual... no in, in like colonization didn't didn't colony people sometimes do that they would just like scupper oh, their yeah, ship yeah, for yeah. a oh, purpose to yeah. build yeah. their sure yeah uh, yeah, but I also hold. like I think like the idea of that and like this massive ship you know crashing onto the land would be a lot more impressive if it did more than two damage when it <laughs> yeah, if like, it was yeah. a 10 to yeah it would be oh my, oh, that man. would be sweet yeah I I always feel like it's, it's, it's a big it's a big grab a hold to speculate on what cards could be yeah. Like yeah. if it was a 10 to and only hit attacks once that's like is that yeah a, like if it was a a, if it was like a like a what do they call ball lightning type effect yeah you know then you, yeah, you yeah, might. Yeah, yeah. Right, how much is it? How much does it cost? It costs four mana, and it's crew four. Where's it called? It's over on the right. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, four mana, crew four, uh, two ten. Yeah, it's just too steep. Too yeah. steep. Yeah. I'm interested um, to see the R and D file for this card because I'd say yeah. it probably went through a lot of iterations. <laughs> That's actually yeah. It's, I will say that all of these lands on the back are are fantastic and really cool. But yeah, some they're of cool. them. Some of them are not as. <laughs> Effective as others. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, if you were saying you wanted to talk about Primal Amulet. Yeah, I like this card. So yeah. it's a, it's also four mana for an artifact. And it says that instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you put a charge counter on it. And then if there are four or more, you may remove those counters and transform it. Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. You may remove those counters and transform it. Yeah, it's just so it doesn't have random counters on when you transform it. No, but like, is that... You may remove those counters and transform Is that part of the same... Like, can I transform it without removing the counters if I want? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Oh, yeah, all these. Damn it. it would okay. be two clauses. It transforms into Primal Wellspring, which is uh, tap to add one mana of any color to your mana pool. When that mana is spent to cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy that spell, and you may choose new targets for the copy. Oh. So the, the payoff here is really, really good. Yeah. But the upfront cost is a bit high, I think. It's awkward right because like you don't want to jam this early on in the game in a control deck because you want to be answering the stuff they're doing yeah Yeah. but then by the time you cast it late in the game you're probably not going to have that many cards left in your hand and And also you 
possibly have the game under control already. Yeah, like if you mm. have a bunch of spells to cast after you resolve this, you probably didn't need this in the first place. Yeah. And if you don't, then how are you going to flip it? Does this win the game with um, Approach to the Second Son? I don't think it does. You have to add one mana when you... Uh, no, because you have to cast it... When that cast mana is spent to cast an instant or sorcery, copy that spell and you may choose new targets. For yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. No, just copy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Copy goes in the stack. Yeah. You'll, you'll gain a bunch of life, though. That's true. Yeah. It's fine. Certainly will. As well, like not only are you ahead if you're if you're not in the game and you have you know maybe not many cards left, but also like the cards you do have left, are you even be wanting to copy them? You're just gonna like you're just gonna cast them and be. Still well, I mean, I would be extremely happy to copy a, a glimmer of genius. That's mm. true. <laughs> or what about the draw seven? Oh, no. yeah. Choose well, no, well, then. You both draw seven. Wait, so, wait you, you don't <laughs> have to choose your target. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, you can target because it says target player. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you put Boral in your deck. You put this in your deck. Yeah. Wildfire Eternal. Uh, I don't know Hazard's Undying Fury a lot of unplayable spells <laughs> yes go. is this good in, in like an improvised deck where it basically Ooh. taps for two mana because uh, it can tap for a mana and no. then also reduces cost of an instant sorcery by one I don't think so because it no. costs four like a mana rocks sense. that cost three aren't even playable it's true but it makes metallic so. yeah makes metallic rebuke just be blue is metallic rebuke uh, yeah. Blue? Yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. true yeah that's true yeah, this doesn't seem very playable to me. Unless there's some really degenerate thing you can do with it. I mean, you need to be getting a value immediately off the front side. Yeah. So you basically can't play it on turn four. You have to wait until at least turn five and then be playing like Metallic Rebuke or something. Yeah. yeah. Some equivalent type spell. You, you can um, you can put it in a Grixis Improvised deck and copy your Dark Intimations. Oh, wow. yeah. It makes your uh, Metal Gear Glasses Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear <laughs> metal, work, metal Work No what's it called It's definitely now Metal Gear Yeah Glasses. Metal Gear Metal Gear, Glasses. Glasses. Yeah. Metal Gear. <laughs> It makes that cost uh, For cheaper Yeah uh, Yeah I mean it could, it could potentially Take the place of Like Hedron Archive In that deck I don't know uh, yeah. You don't have that many Instances in sorcery yeah, There's no more, no more Hedron yeah, Archive right? Yeah no, Hedron yeah. Archive Has gone away yeah. uh, Anyway I don't really Want to talk about The rest of the Artifacts. Yeah, they're all kind of crap. Yeah, we can go back yeah. to them if they see play. But yeah, they are very yeah, treasure map we talked about already. Thalmatic compass, dowsing dagger. Bleh. Yeah, not they're, into it. Uh, they're pretty terrible. Gear I think. One and zero twos. Yeah, the the deck building costs that a lot of these artifacts put on you are very restrictive. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, treasure map is the best one. I think. Yeah, treasure map yeah. is quite good. We already talked about yeah, that. Yeah, one. yeah, that was one of the first. Yeah. again, yeah. comparable to sunset pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which might still just be better yeah <laughs> yeah like, I think it's like so many of these don't have an impact when they first come in and you have to you're, you're either like you're either building your deck around it to get some kind of value off the front side yeah yeah. and then like for the payoff it's like oh it's a cool payoff but like you can just you know jam strong red green or blue cards in a yeah I mean set. you could just play on, on turn 4 you could just play Riptown Raptor mm-hmm. uh, or yeah. Bristling Hydra or a good card yeah yeah just any Mono red card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two mono red cards, maybe. Oh, there you go. Lightning Strike, or something. Um, Okay, so shall we move on to the aforementioned Dino Size Weekend? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, what's this? Well, it's this island with dinosaurs on it, right? (laughs) And how how does one get there? Uh, You need to get a can of Barbasol Uh and uh, put an embryo in it. It's a mosquito trapped in amber, I believe. Uh Yeah. And uh, then Newman from Seinfeld, you have to hack his computer. <laughs> uh, it's, like, it's, like, it's like watching the film backwards, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you have to get sprayed in the face by a, what is it called again? What? The, oh, the, the, the black dinosaur. gooey 
dinosaur. Oh, I knew last week, we, but we I don't remember this week. Anyway, so this is, um, yeah, yeah. what is this, a release the event? Or it's yeah. happening sometime after release? Oh, uh, I think it's like mid-season. Yeah. Let me just uh, double yeah. check on that. In the Cretaceous period of the set. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, the Yoda then, the amount of time between Tyrannosaurus Rex and Stegosaurus is the same amount of time between Tyrannosaurus Rex and Kieran Lines. No way, really? Yeah, that actually is, that's bonkers, actually. Wow. It's, um, I think I might have said the very same fact back in Amaket about uh, um, Cleopatra and the pyramids. The difference between the pyramids being built and Cleopatra is the same as Cleopatra and David Wolf being born. Wow. That's amazing that it's specifically the two of us. Yeah, yeah, that's really like yeah, yeah. coincidental, isn't it? Yeah, it's really mad. Um, so the dinosaurs, dinosaurs weekend is October twenty eighth to 29th. Okay. So spooky. We dress up as dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will not be participating in the dinosaurs weekend because I'll be enjoying my Halloween. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, we should probably say what the dinosaurs yeah, weekend is. Exactly. Uh, it's you can draft with four packs instead of three packs if you want. Is that it? <laughs> So, yeah, I don't think it's if you want. I think you have to. Oh, you have to. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I'm, I, I think Kieran, you're probably our, our resident uh, draft uh, avocado. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, so how, what, what kind of impact would an extra pack have on the draft? Oh, it's completely absurd. Like, <laughs> that, I was thinking it might be absurd. Yeah, yeah. They all go to both directions, don't they? Yeah. yeah. You, everyone... you just throw your pack in wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's deck just ends up completely insane. Because yeah. everyone's going to be so good, won't it? Yeah, everyone's deck is insane. You'll you'll just get as many copies of whatever common you need. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like it removes basically all skill from drafting because you'll just get you can just you can just force whatever you want and you'll just okay, see yeah, enough cards to get whatever you want. I'm, I'm, Every, I'm, I'm glad my good instinct was correct. Yeah. This is not Everyone's just going to play like four copies of Communion with Dinosaurs and yeah. every copy of Rip Chow Raptor and yeah. Gishat that they can find. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, that does sound dino-sized. <laughs> it does so. certainly sound dino-sized. Yeah. It's, like, um, it's kind of like, doing, it's like a team draft where it's like everyone's playing these really, these really, really strong limited decks because the pool is so big. Yeah, it'd be almost comparable to that because... Yeah, well, that's, the opposite, that's the opposite of a team draft though. A team draft... You only have six oh, players. sorry. I think you can uh, team C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Um, or no, it's it's similar to like a six-man or a six-person draft pod, right? No, is that? because you don't see, like, you see less packs than a normal draft with that. Yeah, there's less packs, but there's more picks. Well, yeah, it's easier to wheel things. But in this, right, yeah. it... Okay, so it's like more like a ten-person pod then. Uh, no, because you can't. You know, it's, it's hard to really compare. So you just you basically can't wheel things in a ten-person pod. You yeah, just won't okay. wheel anything. Whereas yeah. in this, you'll wheel the normal amount of cards, but you'll also just see an extra, you know, eighty cards or whatever. In oh, the okay. Box. So yeah, it's the best yeah. of both of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then, and then also, and then, and then we can even get into a lot of only six people turn up to this terrible event. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. I don't it know sounds what, awful. This is what, like, like I, I think it's. But it's, how are wizards incentivizing this? Are they like? <laughs> are they giving the packs out to the shop stores for free? Are the stores going to charge more for it? I hope so, because if it's literally as bald-faced as they're just trying to sell more packs for oh telling you to draft with four packs, then yeah, it's then the worst terrible. thing ever. <laughs> that, is actually, that, is, that is so bad. I yeah. kind of want to do this. Actually, I think I'm going to be in Galway on that weekend, so I might really? go to the Galway shop. Oh, yeah. See oh, yeah, yeah. A bit of dinosaur-sized fun. Yeah, have some donuts while I'm there. Oh, those donuts are great. Shout-outs yeah. to Dungeons & Donuts in yeah. Galway. Yeah, it's very good. Great shop. Um, 
<laughs> so that's the dinosaurs we can yeah, yeah. definitely. I think I feel like it was conceived by someone who didn't play draft before. Like, I think it's, yeah, I mean, like it's fun to try new things, but yeah, yeah. as a casual yeah. event, it's it's probably cool. Like, and in terms of players who are a bit nervous about drafting, maybe it, it would take a lot of that away because True. like. You don't have to worry so much about signals or mm. skill or drafting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, play the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 think I think there are a lot of people who are interested now because of this set. So I think the more things that they can put on for new players are really good. Yeah, like I, totally I, I was I dropped into the shop over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, the local shop, and it was in in case you guys didn't know, oh, yeah. it was the Magic Open House was on over oh, the yeah. weekend. Yeah. Cool. There were loads of people in there, really? and I I went in. I was just getting like some dice. And uh, I went in and I saw a lot of people playing Magic and I was like, this is weird. I don't recognize any of these people. Yeah, What's yeah. going on? Am I missing out on some event? Was there a secret that they didn't tell me? But then, uh, no, it was just all new people. That's really cool. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. So all those people hopefully will be at the pre-release. Yeah. A lot of nice uh, nice foil walk planks going around. Yeah. Well, that was, for yeah, that that was the promo yeah. for that. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. I would gladly buy that from yeah. there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think on that note, I think so. People usually talk about a boom, a boom and Magic players happening around time, time of return to Africa. Mm-hmm. And then people, is, is that due to Magic Jewels, like, that people have been introduced through that? I think it was kind of like Return was to Ravnica, Theros, Cans, who went up yeah. a lot during that whole time. Yeah. And do people say it's because of Jewels of Planeswalkers that happened? Or is... I think it's a contributing factor. Okay, yeah, because when people are saying, well, I want the boomer, I'm going to see what Arena. From Arena, yeah. Oh, well, that'll be enormous, I think. Yeah. Presuming it's a good product, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there'll also be people who just won't cross over into paper from yeah. Arena. They'll just play Arena. Sure. But, but, there, like, but there will be an effect, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean you know that's still people playing Magic even if they just play online that's yeah, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah exactly. I know people that exclusively play so Magic more cards. Yeah, yeah yeah that's true that's true so. I was, yeah, speaking of Magic Online I saw um, a really interesting book that was just like making me win games over and over in standard is it this was, the same thing that happened to me no Scarabot yes <laughs> where if they exile your graveyard it just comes back to your hand anyway well, I was talking to Scarabot in general being a bull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well actually that is, oh, that is oh, oh, there sorry actually that is an interesting book sorry that uh yeah, I was, I was playing... Sorry, this is a bit of a side. Yeah, I was playing a league and uh, I the guy killed my Scarab God and I was like... I kind of knew this was going to happen. I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. And then he exiled my graveyard with Scavenger Grounds. I was like, yeah, cool. I got, got another Scarab God. And then at the end of the turn, it just triggered. It was like Scarab God just came back to my hand anyway. From exile? Yeah. But th- like, did it go to exile and then come back? Or did it, it was, yeah, stay it was, in the graveyard? No, no, no. It went into exile, yes. Yeah. So weird. Uh, yeah. Just a really elementary bug they definitely should have yeah. caught. Yeah. But I told my I told my opponent to uh, to request a refund for the league after yeah, I yeah, beat, yeah, well, beat him down with my illegal <laughs> <laughs> But did you tell him that you had to? Yeah. No. No. They don't need to know that. No. I'm not going to make excuses for Wizards' terrible MTGO programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think that would happen from other ways to exile it? Do you think like if there was a never return or something? I presume so. Yeah. Like, I don't I'll know what the difference why, is. Why could be just one card? Yeah. yeah. Unless, I mean, Magic Online could be so bad <coughs> that they literally have to program every interaction manually with Scarabot. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. That is actually yeah. possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, I don't know why they would miss Scavenger Grounds, considering it's, like, supposed to be the answer yeah. to the gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, anything can happen. It's Magic Online. It's a wonderful world. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, roll on MTG Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can't wait. Yes, can't wait wait for all that sweet set redemption that they're gonna have. Oh yeah, yeah. no, they're definitely not. No, no. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Neither do I. Yes. Um, okay, do you want to talk about magic story? Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. like, there's a lot of theories flying around about Ixlam. Don't necessarily want to talk about the actual yeah. story stories, mm. like the okay. the stories that have been on the site. Um, although I do, I would like to hear your opinion on the whole. They're not putting the author. Oh yeah. 
Do you know of the stories anymore? Do you know what it is? Is this good? I think it's just Alison Erz is just writing all of it. Is that? No, it? it's it's so like the author is just listed as the magic story team, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's mm. how it's listed okay. now. And apparently, someone I think it was Alison or somebody okay. said like so, somebody on Reddit was complaining saying this is ridiculous. It's obviously from the higher ups mm. because they don't want. What did they say? Like like royalties or some kind of... Something like that, yeah. yeah. And then Alison Norris came in and commented and said, no, actually, this was a request from us, the story team. Mm -hmm. So on the other side of that, it makes makes me feel like, you know, some of the stories and written by some of the people are not always that great. And it's possible that those people were getting... Some hate mail. Yeah, nasty comments online. Yeah. Or not even that they're not that great, just that some people don't like them, don't like their style of writing, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So it's possible that people were being singled out, and that's okay. not really yeah okay. So yeah, that's not do, right do, on. Do, do you think that might be why, or it's possible? Well, I, I, or or maybe do you think that they wanted to reflect the collaborative nature of writing stories because they they do have authors. It is one person's responsibility mm-hmm. to write whatever story it is. But yeah, I assume that they all look at it and sign off on it. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could have, could have been um, like that they wanted to have a unified narrative voice. Mm. And so they think that even just presenting it as as being by the team and like not having people nitpick each person's writing style just like helps make it into more of a cohesive whole. Yeah, every yeah. Week. and it probably does. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's what um, the economists do, the magazine. That's why they don't... Or they used to anyway. I don't know if they still do, but they used to not have any author pieces on their, uh, okay. on their columns yeah. because they wanted everything to just be the voice of the economist. Okay, right. yeah, and, I mean, yeah, sometimes it was... like Without doing the thing we said, we don't want to do with the thing they have people, but there's definitely times where like you'd have multiple authors writing chapter after chapter and like they'd be like repeating the same phrases between like you know, various mm. chapters. So like something okay. that it was, if it was written by one person, that wouldn't happen at all. So mm, uh, cool. maybe it's just maybe they're just changing some kind of way to delegate in chapters, or um, it's probably, I'm sorry, it's probably just maybe it's just one thing we're seeing, like one symptom we're seeing of a larger shakeup of or larger a larger change rather of this the structure inside. Or yeah, yeah, true. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more changes to how the magic story is presented with Magic Arena coming out. Like yeah. they'll probably put like a little more like of the spotlight on the story. I think when that comes out, just to try and get. Yeah, of new casual players into arena just to give give the story a bit, yeah, bit of a boost, a bit of a boost, yeah, yeah, because they do have the advantage over like stuff like Eternal or Hearthstone, where like Hearthstone literally has no story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure about Eternal, but I don't think it has much of a story. I think it has like enough to kind of flavor. Like the as cards. a world, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Magic has a world, many worlds, and a story. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think Magic has. Has the advantage in that arena. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, so what do you guys think about the story of Ixlan so far? Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, it's Yeah, so um, we, so we've seen two chapters so far. We, mm-hmm. We're talking kind of big picture stuff. Right? In, in big picture, picture, yeah. So, yeah. Big picture. Um, yeah, so I think so far we've seen we've seen Jace smoke around and be mm-hmm. sad. Uh, that was nice. Cause On useless like Island. Yes, useless Island. Uh, I think he's definitely a character that was like very bland, boring. So yeah. it's great to like take a it, it's a great way to make a character interesting by you know just torturing the crap out of them <laughs> and make them discover themselves. Do you think that's not happening? No, I do, I do, I do. But it's just that like amnesia again. I know, yeah, that is true. It, it, <laughs> I think it's like not just not just amnesia again, as in amnesia itself is a tired trope. It's literally amnesia again for Jace. 
<laughs> and it's true he's had it like five times or whatever yeah. I think that's, that's probably something I wasn't even aware of yeah, yeah. Like, I think that is yeah and amnesia is the tire trope and using it again is, is very bad maybe you just yeah. forgot the first time you had it yeah. <laughs> that was his first time having yeah. amnesia yeah 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 um, yeah and then I think it was it was I think on him he's kind of having dialogue with himself through the illusions he's seeing and the illusions being past characters he's interacted with and yeah. yeah it was kind of cool like development and stuff uh, character development um, and then we went straight to dinosaurs um, what's the name of the character I, in or you got wait which character in, in the second chapter oh I don't know I didn't really oh, read okay so this is me okay uh, yeah so we went to uh, Watley uh, Waitley mm, I think it's Watley, Watley. Uh, so Watley is um, so uh, she's in this position where like People keep on calling her, calling her the warrior poet, even though she's not a warrior poet yet. Mm. It's, you know, that's, that's the worst thing when it's like people are congratulating you and think that people see it as being a foregone conclusion, conclusion uh-huh. when you're not there yet. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so she, she, she's kind of you know, gearing towards that. And then she... Oh, God, what happens? Yeah, so then she, she's there kind of doing you know, stuff with the dinosaurs or kind of the warrior stuff. Uh, and then she comes across the pirates. <laughs> no, that's the wrong yeah. theme song. Oh, uh, she comes across the pirates. So she comes across Angrath. Angrath? Angrath. Angrath, yes. who is a Minotaur pirate. Minotaur pirate, planeswalker. Yeah, exactly. Planeswalker as well. So like, so she's not aware of what a planeswalker is. And like, they're in a fight and she almost dies. And as she's dead, this is, I, I thought this was really cool. So as she's about to die, uh, she, um, her, spark, she, her spark ignites and she gets teleported to, um, gets teleported to Kaladesh. So she's mm. kind of describing really? all kind of, yeah, it's, really, it's just kind of describing all kind of, you know, giant uh, uh, steel buildings and kind of flying stuff. Uh-huh. And she's like, this is amazing. And she could, because there's some kind of like a, some kind of legend of like a, a golden city that she thinks that she sees. She's she's, she's seeing Kaladesh, oh. but she thinks she's having a vision of uh, Araska. Araska, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, she comes back, she goes, oh my God, I saw Araska. Then Angrat is like, holy crap, you're a planeswalker. How the hell did you get out of here? So what I did, it's like, <laughs> it's one of those really frustrating, it's another trope I hate where it's like, both characters have like great information to give each other, but they're just not communicating properly. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Angrath yeah, yeah. has obviously just been trying to get off Ixan for a long time because yeah. the campaigns walk away. He's seen... Uh, Watley planes walk away instant for like for a second and come back. Yeah, and uh, he's like, "Oh, what what have you done?" And she's like, "Oh my god, I've seen uh, Orzaka." Or, but no, or, but I think the the point of that was that she wasn't able to planes walk away. And she just saw it. Yeah, yeah like she because like that oh, happened, yeah, yeah. happened in the first story with Chase where he tried to planes walk away. He felt that it was happening and yeah. then he just got slammed back down. Sure. Oh yeah, and then I think it's like typically when a planeswalker spark ignites, they go to do their plane and stay there. Yeah, yeah. So she went there and came back. Well, I came back immediately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. sometimes it does happen like that. I can't mm. remember. There was another planeswalker who went and then immediately came back. Yeah, wasn't there? Samet's still, Samet still gone, is she? Yeah, no, Samet's still there. But she came back. To, I think so. Uh, I'm good. Okay. I think she did. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not, chapter, not, not too clear on that. Yeah, not yeah. too clear. Yeah. But anyway, I want to talk about more about like kind of the things about Ixalan. Okay. So there's I've read a lot of theories and things online. I do not have any attributions for these theories, but the other people came up with them. I, I was also thinking of some of them myself. Uh, one of the things that I was thinking of is this potentially is Ixalan a continent on Dominaria? Yeah. Okay. That's Ooh, a that's that a theory. Seems, yeah. Okay. Um, because but I think I think that was confirmed not to be the case because I think they said that Ixalan is the name of the continent, but also the name of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And Torazon is the is the other continent, the okay. one with the, where the vampires come from. Okay, vampire right. Spain. Mm. Vampire um, Spain. Yes. Also known as Spain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No offense, Spanish. I don't even know what that joke was even trying to apply. I'm sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> um, so we have the the lost city of gold, Orazco, which is clearly yeah. some kind of. I don't know. It's important in some way. Yeah, we mentioned yeah. what was it last week that 
the could be the weather light. It could That's be the weather light. Okay, that'd be very sweet. Yeah, 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 so cool. Don't really know why it would be, to be honest. But well, be there's sweet. all these theories about like so. We have to Urza, get back to Dominaria, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. the thing. We have That's to transition back yeah. to Dominaria somehow. Right? Yeah. So Urza made Kern out of silver because mm-hmm. silver can pass through planes. So silver is obviously an important metal in the universe or in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe gold is also an important metal and maybe gold, instead of being uh, resonant with planeswalking, is dampening towards planeswalking. And maybe Orazka is the thing that's keeping all the planeswalkers on. Yeah, Ixalan. yeah, could be. Um, I'm not sure about the chemi- chemistry of all this. <laughs> no, neither am I. But there you go. Um, so obviously the whatever it is the 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 threefold sun or the or the the sun it, idol or whatever the thing it is, whatever's in Arazka is the important thing. It's oh the yeah, guffin that we need yeah, to get. Yeah, 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 as the thing. The, okay, the, the, all the, that will enable yeah. the planes walking. I imagine. Yeah. Um, so maybe it could be the weather light or part of the weather light or part yeah. of the legacy weapon. Yeah. Although Ooh, the legacy yeah. weapon <laughs> is Karn, right? Uh, or it was consumed by Karn. Oh no! It was but, yeah, but Urza's head went inside oh, yeah. Karn, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, something. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then there's also the other thing of like, what's the story with the thing? Uh, so like, in, if you look at the art of Ixalan's binding, when Jace yeah. oh. goes to when he planeswalks to Ixalan for the first time. Also, how did what? How did Jace know to planeswalk to Ixalan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you read the final story of Arab Devastation, he planeswalks to some place as his mind is kind of being erased he planeswalks to a place that he knows is safe okay oh yeah, out is, of instinct oh that's even more frustrating so it's possible that Jace knows everything about Ixalan yeah he, he does, does. It. no he does okay yes, he uh, does. damn it that's and it's possible so, someone had this uh, really really cool theory that uh, Ixalan is a prison plane <gasps> created or found or administered by the Azorius in some way oh my because God. the symbol that yeah. appears above Jace in Ixalan's binding looks very similar to the Azorius symbol now I don't know why the Azorius in particular would know anything about different planes or planeswalking or, mm-hmm. but there's some allusion to an, an old planeswalker who founded the Azorius or something like oh that. my god know. anyway that is bonkers and then Angrath is very interesting because he's the first Minotaur planeswalker yep. where does he come from which plane does he come from is he Rakdos is he from Theros yeah maybe could be yeah there yeah. could be from Amcat. Uh, no, because he doesn't have a goat head. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he has a bull yeah, head. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of weird oh, stuff that going crazy. on. Yeah. And then I think... Like, like the Amalekite story. Yeah. And then, and then like, there's this whole back god versus the sun god. What's yeah. going to happen? What's going to shake out there? Yeah, someone noted on a Reddit thread today, I think this is the first time we haven't had a phoenix creature in standard for like 10 years this or something. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, Phoenix are always just a bad rare open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, or the sweet mythic. So Rivals of Ixalan. Bad Phoenix Mythic. Yeah, or, or there definitely will be because there's the Sunbirds Invocation. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Yeah. Um. Then what was the other thing that I that I wanted to mention? Um. Also, yeah, Vraska. Yeah. So oh, yeah. through flavor text, you can see that the Thaumatic Compass, that oh. two mana bad artifact, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is uh, Vraska has that in order to locate something, which mm. seems to be Araska, oh, yeah. the city of Araska, yeah. and she was given that by Nicol Bolas. Okay. So what does he want with this thing? We're gonna. What does she? And also, what does she? Yeah. Want what does she him? want yeah. from him? And what does he want from her? Yeah. Well, he obviously wants the thing. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 Maltese Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, exactly. the Maltese are Falcon. <laughs> then, yeah, I think. Well, I know she wants is she's colluding with the Golgari to um. Oh, what's what's what? Ah, oh, God, the 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 tribe of insect people. 
Oh yeah, yes. what are they called? Uh, and Gilgar was basically Chonsu, Chonsu got out. She's colluding with them. Or what are they called? Fertilitz. There's definitely a K in there, is it? Yeah. Kithlitz. I don't know. Kithkin, that'd be great. I like yeah, this Kithkin. here. Kithkin. I love Kithkin. <laughs> <laughs> but she's collaborating with the, with the Golgari to, you know, well, she was to establish the Golgari, Golgari Emperor Empire. Mm, mm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a kind of power thing. Friggin' Golgari are always up to no good. God. Yeah. Gerard, he'll be out of there very soon. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be king, insect man. Yeah. He'll be the leader of the Golgari. Was yeah. it Sicily? Was I'm it? interested to see where this goes. No, I, I have no okay. clue what they're called. Yeah, but actually, yeah, I, I think on a, on a more you know uh, less um, exciting level, uh, we, we say like a lot of these theories come from oh, what's her link to Dominaria? But then mm-hmm. I suppose um, uh, what's his what's his face? Ajani. Ajani is going back to Dominaria. He, he said he's going back to Dominaria, didn't he? Yeah, so he did. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be just switching to his point of view. Um, it could be, yeah, on. yeah, but I yeah, think I mean, we'll it's... see more Gatewatch characters there. I know they're going to focus less on the Gatewatch, but I feel like they'll still have to have a jumping off point. Yes, yeah, of course, yeah. With the Gatewatch kind of, uh, most of them hanging around there. Mm-hmm. What What do you think about, so like, Ixalan seems to be the story, so it, it to me, what they're shaking out now is, well, for, first they, they, they did stories of how did the Gatewatch come together, yeah. and now they split the Gatewatch up, so mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to follow them individually for a little while, okay, yeah. maybe. Um, it doesn't seem to make sense to me to get them all back together on Dominaria straight away. Yeah, no, I don't think it'll be all it. of them, but I think so it'll be a couple of characters. The natural fit for me on Dominaria is Liliana because she's from there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so it'd be nice to see what she's up to. Maybe she's... she could have some, you know, rivalry with the Jani because you know she betrayed the Gatewatch, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe Jace goes there. I don't know. I think the longer Jace doesn't remember who he is and keeps his shirt off his shoulder, the better. <laughs> I'm, I'm so annoyed that he's, this is he's the second so time hunky. having, so, I'm still, I still haven't got over fact it's the second time he's had amnesia. Um, Jace. No, it's more than a second. More than a second? Yeah, I, I exaggerated when I said five, but I think it's the third. <laughs> okay. At least. Okay. He's had a bad, bad old time. But well, like when, when he was with um, Al Hammerit, the, mm-hmm. um, the Sphinx. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, he his mind was wiped loads of times and he didn't know <laughs> alright okay yeah. but in between that and now I'm not sure how many times he lost mm. his memory mm. a few I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> or once at least yeah yeah. Um, I think it was Tezzeret did it to him or something like that Tezzeret or yeah possibly Tezzeret mm. yeah. anyway that's our <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's our snippet our meandering snippet magic of, story of anyway I'm, I'm very intrigued by the story yeah, yeah, like it's not actually. It's not like highbrow or anything, but it's good yeah, and interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, the characters are more interesting than they have been in a long time. I think. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, it, it's it's cool that like yeah, seeing characters kind of, also even the whole concept of of this uh, sun idol that they're all chasing that everyone everyone wants the same thing for different reasons and it's, yeah, you've seen different motives and it's yeah, and they've cool. done they did a good job of like concealing the story as well. Yeah, um, you know we're left on a kind of a well we want to know more type of thing. So. Yeah. yeah. All right, we move on to our tournament report. Yes. Yeah. All right, Alan, you're up. All Can't right. Wait. Can't Modern. wait to hear this. Modern. Modern. All right. So I played Eldrazi Tron in mm-hmm. in uh, um, in the yeah in the PPG, in Kilkenny PPTQ in Black Cat in Kilkenny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it was actually shop. Yeah, it was actually yeah, actually even though it was a lovely shop, it was held in the oh the hotel in Kilkenny. Which name I can't remember. Um, They're expecting a big turnout then for modern. Actually, yeah, actually, it was a big turnout. But there's also a Yu-Gi-Oh, a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament on it at the same time, ah, so cool. and it was also it was hosted by the shop. So, but yeah, so we had actually there was a turnout of uh, 32 people, and so I was playing my first. I think it was 34. No, it was definitely I saw 34. Oh, did it? 
on the Facebook page. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, I think, I think there's people coming who didn't turn up or something okay. like that. It was, it, it was it ended up being thirty two, and it was like my so it was yeah, my first six round uh, PPTQ. Mm. Uh, so it was a bit of a grind, but I was playing Grassy Tron, so I was, I was pretty and I was very confident with my deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made some changes. Um, I took out mind stones, which might have been a mistake. Mm. I, put, I took out mind stones for more interesting cards. <laughs> um, and then I had a sneaky Ugin in the side. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, never cast it, but it was, it was nice knowing it was there. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was definitely matchups where it would have been very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I think I I very mentioned before in the show that I'm fairly fair new to modern, so I've only been playing it for the last. Uh, it's just really for the season, so I've been give myself a crash course and all the decks. So I definitely feel like that my weakness is just not knowing decks, not knowing matchups. Matchups, yeah, really well. Or even even mm. even just not knowing that the strategies what, are what other decks well. can do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I, I literally like if play. somebody cast a um, what's it called the summoners back against you, you might be like, oh my god, what are you, what yeah, can you yeah, possibly exactly. get? I, I think the first thing happened, I'm like, oh, what's happening now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they missed her trigger, so I won. But, <laughs> And it was Primeval Titan. Yeah, it could be shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. shenanigans, exactly. So uh, I think, yeah, so someone asked me before, kind of what, what's, what uh, matchup are you most afraid of? And I said Affinity because, like, no, no, I, I know it's a good matchup for me, but just because I've only ever played against Affinity once, I don't know all the, all the yeah, shit they're Yeah, you're not used to, yeah. to doing the Ravager math and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, well, like, Affinity is a complicated enough deck to play. Yeah. And when you want to play high-level Magic, you kind of have to be able to play your deck and your opponent's deck. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so naturally, in round one, I lost against Affinity. Um, <laughs> so, I think it ended up being close games, and I think we mentioned as well before that people who play Affinity tend to, because it's such an old deck, mm-hmm. uh, people have tended to have been playing it for a very long time. So, I was playing against a guy, James, who it was very evident that he just knew the deck really, really well. Yeah. Mm. And I was like reading cards, I kind of knew. I, knew I think that's pretty common with Affinity players, that yeah. they really know the deck very well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because it's something that it's. it's the power level, the, the power is always going to be there as long as you're playing it well. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the other, other decks come and go to ebb and flow of mm-hmm. the modern format. Uh, but yes, and I think it was it was ended up being close games in game three. I just made up balls of the common math because I I missed the um, the big bots can can pump themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was just it was that was just the, the thing I missed and then ended up uh, snowballing into into a loss. So I was feeling pretty down going like going into round two having the loss is, is pretty bad. But actually, I got matched up. I got paired up rather. Oh, nice. um, yeah. So I got paired against Kevin, who was on Black Green Devotion. And this is a deck that I had lost to before, but I knew it. And I, I think when I lost to it before in the shop, it was because I didn't know what was happening. And uh, they played a Phyrexian, what's it called? The 5 5? Obliterator. And yeah. That mm-hmm. card is insane. Uh, so it was like I had I had like a, I had a, I had a strong draw. So I, I had um, I attacked a one ready to smash her. I had another one in my hand. I was like, yeah, next time, next turn, I'm going to speak for 10. Then uh, he played uh, Frexing and Bibrader, which just, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not going to do anything now. Um, <laughs> so I think at this point, we're, we're both top decking, so I'm like, I think I could just try and, I know he's not going to attack, because he's potentially dead to a backswing, so we're kind of went back and forth. Yeah. And eventually I drew Enberger, and Enberger is a very good answer to the Frexion yeah. Bibrader. So I think, and actually, in so many of these matchups, color? I did, yeah. So I, 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 I didn't go off at that point, but um, there was other games where it okay. went off at it. And, um, yeah, so many games, uh, every girl just makes such a difference. It's, mm-hmm. just, like, it's even though it never feels great when you play it because it doesn't have an impact straight away, but yeah. like, if it survives and you untap, it's just, it's just a huge amount of yeah. yeah, it survives um, most things too, pretty much everything yeah. except yeah. path. Maybe dismember, <sighs> yeah, dismember, yeah. dismember too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dismember is actually pretty good, good answer to the obliterator. Mm-hmm. It's not a five six, no, what is it? A five five, it's five five. Oh, right. Yeah, wait, which one? Endbringer or Endbringer? Yeah. Both, yeah. Both of them are five yeah. fives, yeah, yeah. Endbringer costs six, doesn't it? Classics, yeah, yeah, and it costs three, like everything in drawn, actually, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I was talking, it was pretty interesting that, um, 
it's like I found myself, you know, turn to I could turn one map and then turn to I was, I was more often searching for uh, searching for Azazi yeah. temples. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I was like, I think it, it's kind of cool. I think only once. As I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going through the other matchups. So then, uh, after, after that, I played against the Mirror. So the Mirror was something I was fairly confident in because it's like I knew my deck pretty well. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so it just came down to, yeah, it was a really kind of close, intricate game. Uh, post-war, it was like really interesting because there's ghost quarters flying back and forth and yeah. there's all sorts of stuff like uh, playing into a ghost quarter because you know it's going to leave you with a mana open and then mm-hmm. you can attack. It's like you have you tapped out with a ghost quarter, it leaves you with a mana open and then you can dismember something. And it was really just like close uh, games and that was cool. cool. And then round four, okay, so... I won that, so now it's 2-1, and um, going into round 4, and in round 4 I played against Zachary, and Zachary was on uh, Green White uh, Countess Company, mm-hmm. and uh, I, 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 that was, was, right. was I, I think it was just Green White, oh, oh sorry, no, that yeah, was Green White, I had it this year, yeah, it was Abzan, um, yeah, and that was like that, even even though it should be, uh, even though on paper it's a good matchup, I mean, it's great on paper, that's what they say on Love Island, <laughs> that, that's a meme now, it's, it's all the rage, okay. the, the normal people love it, and all right, um, well, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a great matchup in paper, but it was there's, there's so much inevitability, inevitability to deck, and I was like, sometimes you feel like you have to dismember um, the um, oh, it's called it the two one zero remedy, yeah, the remedy, yeah, uh, yes, it's zero remedy. So it's like, it's like it's, you have so little removal in the color, in the colors of color, in the colors of colorless, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. very little removal. This is true. So you're like, oh, do I just kill this to make sure they don't to you know, in case they go off, and it's like they have so many outs because. Even if they don't have they don't have it in their hand, they can either draw into it or draw into into that company and get off like or cards or or cards as well. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's so much redundancy in there. Um, so it was there that that was definitely a tough. Match. It felt like a tough matchup, mm. um, and then I lost that. Uh, and then I was played against it's in round five. Uh, so you're two two going into round five, round two five. more rounds to play. Yes, yeah. So I played against. So teams. you have to pretty much have to win out to yeah. have any hope of top exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like people were doing like the. the this, the uh, signings went up and people were doing the math and talking about it I was like oh I don't want to listen to this I know I know I can't ID so all, I, all that matters is to even stand a chance I have to just win the next suit so I'll just focus on that um, yeah, I so, hate talking about all that stuff I, know, yeah, I, I, think I would much rather just play yeah, most of the time yeah, I think it's, I unless think it's, it's very very clear I'll just be like yeah okay let's yeah. just play I think stuff like if you're 3-0 and you know you can just ID next two rounds that's good to know yeah yeah sure um, but then so around 5 playing against Keane he was on uh, Grixis Elver and that was that's a very good matchup for me mm-hmm. there. It was even though both games were like he was beaten down, like stabilized, and then like there, there's so much just well I'm, I'm playing uh, Rumcoil Rumcoil engine in the, in the main, I'm also playing Master's Collar in the main, so it's very easy to stabilize and come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and Chalice, Chalice is really good against that deck. deck. Yeah, yeah. that was, yeah. was pretty big. Uh, so I won that, and then uh, in the last round I played against Anthony. He was on Elves, and then so I was like, yo, I have to I have to win this to have any any chance. And then in in it was it was green white Elves, and he just went off. Uh, with, a, with a combo turn in game one and I felt like I didn't stand a chance oh the Vizier the Vizier and Vizier, how, yeah. how, how, does, how does Elves win with that is it like Vizier, 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 yeah. yeah they just yeah. gave us something trampled and plus a million oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. but the, did they have Walking Bliss at all in order to no we actually didn't no, no, no. I think and okay. yeah so they, I, 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 asked, I ended up being, being relevant so in um, yeah so game one he ran me over in game two I had my first turn three Karn so even though the deck isn't built for a turn three Karn like it can deal over the course of a long day, it still yeah, happens. Yeah, so yeah. Like, this is great. Uh, and then, um, yeah, and then, then so to get Karen to cover the game as as it did. Okay. And uh, like, game three was really close, going back and forth. I, I got a ratchet bomb off, killed a few uh, one drops, and then uh, then it, I think I I ended up stabilizing on two. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh my god, it's is Rock and Melissa in this deck. And then because even though it stabilized, we were both top decking, and like I was like, oh, it, it's going to take me a while to kind of gain to get game momentum and start attacking back. So I was yeah. like, I can't really do anything because. And as well, because I don't know everything in the deck, I don't know, I mean, I'm sure there's no haste creatures, but 
Um, I think in terms of direct damage, what could this so do anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, I, I won that. Um, I was very close. I asked him afterwards if he had Wacom Lissa, and he did not. No. So I played like it was there. But, uh, and then, uh, so I, I was 4 2 going into the top eight, but I did not go into the top eight. It was 4 2. <laughs> Other 4 2s got in, but I think it was just a lot, a lot of it was just the order I lost in. Yeah, okay. yeah. Lose yeah, round one is going to be that, tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you know where you came in the end? Like, ninth, yeah, I was 10th. 10th, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I got the breakers were off very close. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, it was a great tournament. It was, it was nice. a great tournament. And it was like every, and there's such a wide variety of decks. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congrats uh, to Evan. Uh, Evan uh, took it down. And Evan was, he was playing Burn and he was on a draw on every game in the top eight. And, uh, he, really? He was, out, so, he was yeah, he like, yeah, it was like an uphill struggle. Eight seaters and seven seaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's really impressive. Yeah, 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 very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you know, was he playing the Shrine of Burning Rage or? I don't think he was actually. Um... No, I, I didn't see it because you're not going to anybody plays that. Yeah, uh, well, no, that one gonna... guy who won the, won the yeah. Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. online are playing it, but I think oh, yeah. I, I, I thought whenever someone's you're either playing that or I don't, aren't you? Yeah, you're, you're yeah, it's playing both. So I think, I, yeah. I don't think you're winning many games on the draw with that card anyway. So. Yeah, no, probably yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, overall it was a great tournament. It was cool. Um, uh, it's I definitely love to go to another modern PTQ. That we probably won't have one for. Maybe another yeah, season this, or two. Yeah, this, the season's like over nine now. months or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's basically just one modern PPTQ season a year. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was great. So now I can, um, I, as soon as I came home from a day of playing Magic, I came home to play more Magic. I, you know, <laughs> I fixed my. I, I hadn't played Standard online in since the start of the season because I was spending so much time learning Modern. So yeah, I got my Scarab Gods and then um, start doing some bullshit. Nice, it feels good. Yeah, Scarab God is a is a fun card to play. Not a fun card to play against. No. Yeah, I haven't played uh, against you actually. Yeah, it's, oh my god, it's bad. Yeah. When two players have Scarab God, it's kind of fun, depending on whether you cast it first or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's anyway, extremely awkward. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the new world of standard. Oh, god. I was about to change again, but I <laughs> think this, yeah. Scarab God is still going to be yeah, exactly pretty important. Yeah, I think it's something we kind of mentioned off mic that you know we're supposed to go to transition to this into standard in the yeah. future. I suppose uh, if we're like. Yeah, because we said, I think we said before that Scarabot is the most important creature. I think from talking about the new cards, do you think it's going to be the most important? It'll still be the most important card, no. even Hazard will be for sure. Hazard will be one hundred percent. Yeah, I think Mono Mono Red is going to be uncontestedly the best deck in the format, in my opinion. Okay. I think barring some completely unforeseen shenanigans, that yeah. yes, you're correct. Yeah, because yeah. like I'm just I've been burning a little bit with the set and. The tribal decks are not really there. Maybe blue black pirates to me seems the closest. Mm. Nice little tempo deck. You can yeah. potentially, you know, get around. Um, you can get around Ramanap Red maybe by having mm. like. Um, you got your fatal pushes. And... Yeah, you got your fatal pushes. Yeah. You have your walk the planks if you really want them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's painful. Uh, no, but you have um, what's the <laughs> hostage taker? No, the yeah, hostage taker is, is okay against Hazard. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If they can't kill it, but um, no, I was thinking the um, the Man League thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. that card. Um, yeah, he's cool. Uh, is that card that good against him though? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I feel like if that ends up being a thing, they'll just play around it though, right? It was kind of hard. To, well, no, it's actually easier to play around it now that. They have lightning strike instead yeah. of incendiary flow. Yeah, exactly. Just end the turn, do those things, and then on top, and then oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once I don't know, they can always save up mana. They have different mana things they can use or whatever. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, it could, it, yeah, it could be a thing. Yeah. I hadn't really looked at that deck at all, Blue Black Pirate. Shall we talk about that as our first deck of the week? Or if yeah, so deck, deck of the week yeah. is more of a bruise of the week yeah bruise of the week section this week um so I was, i've been brewing a little bit and i played a little bit on x mage where the set is already 
kind of you Playable. can you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can proxy it basically. Um, so I, I brewed up a couple of different things. I I really only played with um two of them. I played mm-hmm. with like a red green dino dinosaur thing, mm-hmm. um, which played all eight of the two mana dinosaur ramp creatures. Yeah, and That's then the way I'd go for sure. Played Ripjaw Raptor, Regisaur Alpha, a couple of Carnage Tyrant, and then in the three drop slot, I was looking at Death Gorge Scavenger, which is the kind of um, scavenging ooze type dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I was also looking at Ranging Raptors because I put Walking Ballista in the deck. Okay. So yeah. it's kind of good, the synergy there. Ranging Raptors is the 2 3 for 3 that when it's dealt damage, you can search for a land and put it onto the battlefield. Yeah. So like I think walking ballista is really good synergy with Ripshot Raptor. Yeah. yeah. And then I was just looking for other synergies. So I was like, eh, maybe this. Yeah. But then I played against Mono Red and they absolutely destroyed oh, me. Yes. Yeah. So this was just straight up Mono Red. It replaced the Falcon Rock Orders with Rigging Runners. Yeah. Which is the one mana one one first strike and if you has a raid, if you attack a creature this turn, it comes in with a plus one plus one counter. So it's it's much worse than Soulscar Major or Bone Courier on turn one, yeah. but it's actually a really good play on turn two. On if, turn two, if you it, had a one drop on turn one, yeah, sorry, if you had a one drop on turn yeah. one, or even if you have a Bone Courier on turn two, yeah, true, and a land, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you can attack with a Bone Courier and then play this thing. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, I can't remember what my opponent did, he was like, Bone Courier, turn one, attack you, turn two, Bone Courier, attack you, play a Raging Runner, end of turn, shock you, turn three. Playing on Crop Crasher and then oh, like, Jesus the game basically. Yeah. yeah. So like Rigging Runner does add a lot of power and the fact that it's first strike is pretty good against some of the dinosaurs, like for example Death Gorge Scavenger, which is a three two yeah. naturally mm-hmm. when it's not attacking. And also I was playing the other dinosaur, this was a mistake, I should have just played Sweltering Suns in the sideboard instead of this other dinosaur. It's the one that's a three two in rage gain two life. Oh yeah. yeah. I was thinking that might be good against Mono Red, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It just got shocked. And then it was like, okay, I gain two life, but now you can just attack me for loads. Yeah. Um, so that <laughs> that brew didn't work out. There, I'm sure there's other ways that you can build mm-hmm. dinosaurs. Yeah. Like ramp or... Yeah, I feel like a big dinosaur deck is probably the way to go because like, if you want to play a red-green mid-range deck, it's really hard not to just play team or energy. Yeah, see, the other thing is you could just slot like Ripjaw Raptor Whichever into team or energy yeah, yeah, yeah. just any ones that you want yeah any yeah. of the dinosaurs really that you want because like you could even you know we see the we see the team or deck splashing black now for the scar of god they could easily splash white for like Gishath if they really wanted to yeah. it's, it's not better than the scar of god but if they yeah. wanted to or just play a carnage tyrant they have enough ramp yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, in a side I, think, I, think yeah, I mean I see t- carnage tyrant in the side however I mean, Karnish Tyrant is at its best against control decks, and I just don't think control is going to oh, be. <laughs> it's good against Scarab God as well. Yeah, it's fine against Scarab God, yeah. 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 I mean, it's fine in mid-range matchups as yeah. well, because it's yeah, just yeah. the biggest thing on the board, and it can't be removed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so... I mean, well, sometimes it's not the biggest thing on the board. Sometimes you have a massive long scope. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so what else did you rear this week, Wolf? I also had a look at Mono Black Aggro. Um, now I didn't make this deck it was actually Nick Petternell I think his name is he writes for mtg.one and he is very active on the spikes subreddit mm-hmm. um, and he blew, brewed up this mono black aggro deck which is reminiscent of the one that I think Caleb Shearer played in the oh, first yeah. week of SCG I think last season yeah. so it was with like cards like Night Market Lookout mm-hmm. Dread Wanderer 
Um, so now it got an extra one drop in Vicious Conquistador, which is the mm-hmm. one that I mentioned earlier, the one mana one two, when it attacks train for one. Yeah. Um, it also had got some really good two drops. So it uses uh, Fathom Fleet Captain, which is the two mana two one menace pirate, and when it attacks and another non token pirate attacks, you can pay two to make a two two menace pirate. And then there's also what's the one Kite Sail Freebooter. Yeah. Which is the one on the black for a one two flyer. Enters the battlefield, look at your opponent's mm-hmm. hand, and you can exile a non-creature spell. Mm-hmm. Non-creature, non-land, until, until it leaves the battlefield. Yeah, it's nice. And then it, it also just used Heart Scrutiny, Duress, Fatal Push, and Did Bone Picker. Bone Picker. Oh, Bone Picker's oh, yeah. nice. And also Rune Raider. Rune Raider. Rune Raider's really good. What's Rune Raider? Rune oh, Raider's the Bob. Bob. Ah, three, yeah, like, yeah, Two and yeah. black, three, yeah. two, raid, draw card, and lose... Uh, life equal to its mana cost at the at your end step if you attacked with a creature this turn. Yeah, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty great. great. <laughs> with all your one drops, it seems fine. Uh-huh. all your cheap, with all your one drops. And... Yeah, exactly. So to, to be honest, I see a lot of individually powerful <laughs> cards in Ixalan that can slot into existing decks. Like Rune Raider could slot into some kind of murder vehicles yeah. deck. Ripjaw Raptor can slot into Teamer or Black um, Green. Or Black Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there. You know, the, cards like Lightning Strike and Raging Runner can slot into Mono Red. Mm. To be honest. Those decks lose very, very little from rotation. Well, Murder Vehicles use, loses good. a lot, but it can change yeah. to adapt. Like, some a lot of the key cards it loses. Like, for example, Gideon already weren't being used in the deck. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm not sure if I... Like, Mardu loses Thalia and Avacyn as well. I think that deck is just dead, basically. Yeah, Avacyn is a big problem, I think. Yeah. But, like, you can just change it a little bit to make it more aggressive. So, you, you maybe you could go more red-white... And go sure, with yeah, the yeah. Depala. Yeah, it could just yeah. be red white vehicles. Yeah, really like but, I, yeah. but I think like the whole philosophy of that deck of of the Mardu deck and kind of your game plan and your sideboard plans and stuff like that. I don't think that's really going to exist anymore. No, no. Yeah, yeah. it'd be more yeah. like just a vehicles deck. Yeah, that doesn't really resemble that deck. No, but that's but fine. Has some I mean, superficial like Hardikir and. Uh, I mean, like Thraven Inspector was probably the best card in that deck, right? Yeah. True. Yeah, Which true. Is, yeah, but you, I mean, you still have Scrap Heap Scranger, you have yeah. Veteran Motorist, as you said. Hard yeah, you have a lot of raw stats for little yeah. mana. Chandra is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah could, you could potentially play the three mana Gideon, but that's more of a control card. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you really want it. Although it's pretty good with Heart of Garen. Yeah. Well, the Rune Raider being a tree two and Crude Heart. Sorry. The Rune, Rune Raider being a tree two. Yeah, exactly. Rune Raider has a good has a good amount of power. So that's yeah. what I've brewed so far. I also brewed some other lists like Blue Black uh, Tempo Pirates and Grixis kind of just pirates. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know really yeah. what to describe it. The, like, the attractions of Grixis are Lightning Strike and Carrie Zev. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Carrie Zev is pretty nice. Yeah, Admiral Becca Brass is also pretty good, but I don't think necessary because she's a bit Winmore-ish. Like if you're hitting with three pirates already, mm. how good is stealing something? Although... Sometimes you have like really little crap dudes, yeah. That they're hitting and they're not doing a lot, but the fact then you second main you play, okay, yeah. Admiral Beck Brass, and all of a sudden you're like, well, I get to steal your thing, yeah. It's like t- stuff like Kite Sail Freebooter. It's a one-two flyer, so it can always get in there to mm. trigger. That's a good, another good synergy, by the way. It triggers raid a lot, mm. um, but it doesn't do much when it hits. But then you know it can can help you out in other ways. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, my most value you're getting for that is when it comes to the battlefield. When it enters the battlefield, the, the trigger for that is yeah, you know, white, was very wire painted. 
Yeah. Never. So yeah, usually creatures like that, it's the the body left over is kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they like tied out of sculler. It's like a two, it's just a two two. Yeah. Um. Where usually you just kind of hang back and just not attack whatever is. Yeah. yeah it's fast. You can get a value. Or like brain maggot was a one one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the main reason for uh, kite tail freebooter is to like take your opponent's removal or wrath mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But um. Yeah, it's, it's really good. What do you guys think about the? This was one that was spoiled late in the week. It was Sword Point Diplomacy. It's another Punisher card. Oh we yeah, talking oh, about Punisher this, cards. Yeah, this card seemed awful to me, and it's I was like, the, I was the Punisher card fan last time. But yeah, even, yeah, even yeah. I can't get behind this one. <laughs> so what is it? It's like two in a black, reveal the top three cards, and then for each of those cards, your opponent may put it into your hand or pay three life. Yeah. So it's on average, it's going to be what like you get to draw a land you get to and two deal la- two, two lands, lands and probably. deal three damage. Yeah. Or draw a land and deal six damage or something like that. It's like it's the the most likely outcome out of out of looking at the top three is you'll see two lands in a card, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they'll just give you the lands. Yeah, it seems pretty bad. Mm. And like even in the situations where they're all good cards, like if this card was in red, I could maybe see it in a in a deck like Ramen Up Red that actually has use for the lands. Like if it was yeah. a Ramen Up Ruins or a Sun Scorched Desert or something. Yeah, I mean there could, there could be a red black deck, a little red black aggro yeah, that wants maybe. this. Yeah. I mean, this mono black aggro deck could maybe use this, but again, I, I I'd be willing to test it, but I don't think it's good. I really don't. Because like good. in the aggro deck, they just they yeah again they just always they have the choice they have yeah, the best yeah, they yeah, have the choice of what's bad for me at this moment. Do I want to lose life? Okay, I don't. So you can have the cards. Like yeah, whatever way you're thinking about this turning out. They literally always get to choose the worst way it happens yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yes. so it's a it's it's about is that good enough? And I don't think it is with this card. It can yeah. almost never be. Yeah, yeah. like we, we can't even like own to. Um, if it was like, four cards, maybe. Uh, I think it'd be cool because they, they four um, cards would be good. Yeah, it's like I think maybe. it's. it's <laughs> I don't know. What if, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I think I think it's a shame that you reveal all the card, all the cards first because it'd be really cool if you did it one at a time. You reveal one. Do I this? Yes or no? That like, would be oh. really cool. Or even if they were just all face down. Yeah. No, that would be or, that would be way too good, I think. What about you separate the, it's like um what's that called? What's that card called? Fortune's favour? Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. where you separate it into two piles, one face up, one face down. Yeah. That'd be yeah. really interesting. Uh, that would at least be a fun card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not good. This is neither good nor fun. Because then you'd just be like two cards face up and one card face down and they're like they can just what see... would they do? They'd see the two cards face up, but maybe you really want the one card face down. Yeah, they just give it to you then. Um, or what, what? What if you put two cards face down and one card face up, and the one card face up is really good? Then they're just like you can have that one, and I take six. That'd be good. They have to take six, do they? See, this is yeah. a way different card. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's get into our before yeah, we start yeah, talking yeah, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, that's that's my report on <laughs> deck of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so our point diplomacy. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting, and like, I really hope there are a bunch of new decks that pop up. Uh, it's really hard. Like, the the power level of the of these decks is going to be so hard to beat. I think, but I mean, we said we kind of said this when Amonkhet Block was coming out too. At the start of both sets, I think people were like, "Oh, this won't change that much. The decks are already really good." And both of those sets changed standard an awful lot. That's so, true. Yeah, they did. Yeah, like Mono Red didn't come around until our station. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that was Yeah, right. And then and that was that's such an unassuming an unassuming card by itself. Yeah. I think everyone was pretty. Pretty quick on that one, though. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not on the deck necessarily, but 
that those cards were Gar- good. That, that card in yeah. particular was good, yeah. And yeah. if near Deadlands, I think people thought it was very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that 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 uh, this mono black aggro deck gets to play for that. Yeah, that's nice. So, okay, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Anyway, was it playing only walk the blank? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah, the, the the original deck just had four, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna go to three. Yeah. <laughs> Put in an extra bone picker. Anyway, it's um, probably, probably about time to wrap it up for us, is it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's gonna be it for for us this week. Um. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Simplecast. You can email us uh, skullcrackpodcast at gmail You can get us on Twitter at skullcrack. What else do we say at the end of the podcast? Uh, <laughs> thanks to Barry. Cohen. Oh yeah, thanks to Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did our theme music. You can find his uh, his info in the uh, show notes. Yep. And that's gonna do it from us. Cool. Bye. See ya. Bye bye. Pirate, not most famous pirate. Yeah, one of the most infamous pirates ever known. Is it the ghost pirate Lachoke? No, it's less less <laughs> exciting than that. Blackbeard. Yeah, Blackbeard makes an appearance in the story, but it's about another pirate called Steed Bonnet. Ooh. Now, if you listen to this American Life recently, they, they, this story comes straight from that. So, okay. um, and basically, we're going to be repeating what uh, Iron Glass. We're just we're about. just stealing from more popular podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also a true story, so I guess. All right, so Steed Bonnet, right? He was born in sixteen eighty eight. Yeah. He was um they call him the gentleman pirate. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so he he was uh, he's born to wealthy family. He lived on a sugar plantation in uh, Barbados. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he lived a very kind of quiet life. He was married and all this. Uh, but then in seventeen seventeen, he had I guess what you could call like a midlife crisis where he decided he wanted to become a pirate, and he had like no <laughs> very common midlife crisis. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, he, he was already committing the piracy of capitalist slavery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, he owned ninety four slaves. Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> he's like you know in for a penny in for a pound yeah. was he just so, like right lads get on the ship yeah, actually, he, he, he actually didn't so he, he I feel like doing that would have been a really piratey thing to do Yeah, mm. but uh, everything, everything he did was not very piratey so he went out and he bought a boat which pirates don't do Yeah, he, uh, he hired a uh, crew somewhere right yeah it's exactly but usually you start off by stealing the boat yeah. so he bought a boat he hired a crew he paid them all got them fairly good wages yeah. which is it's, it's, yeah, he's just a guy with a ship he's not even a pirate Okay. Um, he had no experience. Uh, see, he had no experience as a captain, even though he was he was a captain of this ship. Um, so he kind of he kind of went around and did pirate stuff. Uh, he he tried to steal steal crap, and um, they they say that like, he didn't kill any kill anyone. And mm-hmm. he was a very quiet man. He used to kind of wander around the on 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 around the deck uh, with like a dressy gown and a book under his arm, and he had a library in his cabin uh, or in his you know, in his captain's cabin and you know most pirates didn't read so he's already doing that part wrong um, <laughs> then uh, he, he tried to he said him, him, him and his crew uh, tried to take down a Spanish man of war uh, it was a really big ship not the, yeah. not the um, jellyfish no but yeah. it returned that's Portuguese right hand. <laughs> exactly but yeah well, it returned 30 of his men did not return to his hand because they are pirate tokens with menace oh my uh, God. 30 men died um, yeah. and uh, he was on his little, side on his side yeah and so he was a big, was a big failure uh, and he was feeling pretty low um, and then uh, Blackbeard the pirate comes into the story somehow how does that happen he uh, basically, basically he, he comes across pirate, uh, Blackbeard 
So Blackbeard is obviously a very, very scary pirate. He used to have like put like a candle wicks in his beard and light his beard on fire to give like so he'd just be this he'd just be this face emerging from smoke when he raided ships. He was yeah. a very Wait, is this real? Man. I thought this was fake. No, this is real. This oh, is well. definitely real. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, how many times can you pull that off and still have a beard? I wonder. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. it's yeah. you have to do it very, very sparingly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's all part of like we're big scary pirates and the pirates typically didn't kill many people because they usually just used fear to, to they're, they were menacing stuff. yeah mm. exactly yeah. Yeah. Only, only blocked by by, uh, by one or, or two, two or more, more ships I was going to say uh, not an artifact but it's different and it's yeah, fear that's fear yeah. um, so anyway uh, so you know Seed uh, Bonnet was like here Blackbeard beard, uh, teach me how to be a pirate please okay. um, Blackbeard was like yeah grand so it's, it's kind of they had this like kind of this bromance where the two of them just kind of went around <laughs> kind of, he was apprenticed by Blackbeard for a little while, where Blackbeard kind of you know, showed him showed him the ropes to hey. use an actual um, yeah. uh, uh, figure of speech, uh, and then a couple of people saying you know maybe because this guy Steve Bonnet was like uh, he, he was um, like he, he was nobility, so he was kind of like that. You know, he was like um, he was like really he was real like a what was the word like a novelty to Blackbeard so maybe that's mm. why Blackbeard you know, liked oh, him and stuff okay. so then um, so anyway Blackbeard is you know wandering his ship being all cool being all, all a pirate the remaining of Steve Bonnet's crew are like here Blackbeard please just take us instead you're a much better pirate than that Steve guy uh, and then uh, Blackbeard's like oh, okay, okay I'll I'll talk I'll talk to Steve so he goes he, he sits Steve down and says here man you're you're not a very good pirate you know you gotta, you gotta cop on and then Steve just has this realisation he's like oh my god I left my wife and my family to be a pirate. It was just a midlife crisis in the summer of 1717. Maybe I, I, I did this all wrong and now I'm a pirate and I'm wanted by the king. And incidentally, the king at around the same time, he... Um, Which king were you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Okay. King of England. King, no, 1717. I think of I don't know, Hamilton. Is Hamilton around this time? No. no 1781. Like 1781. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, yeah, so it's so it was a king. Uh, okay. Said, you know, if any pirate turns themselves in, they could be... They'll, they'll be pardoned of everything. So Steve's like, oh, this is class. I'm going to go. And this crab will be like, I don't want to be a pirate anymore. So he goes off. He, he goes back to land. He leaves the ship of Blackbeard. He grovels and says, I don't want to be a pirate anymore. But he comes back. And Blackbeard has stolen the ship and all his men. And he's, he's marooned all his men and left them for dead. Oh. Yeah, so Blackbeard's just been a bit of a bollocks. So you know what Steve Bonnet does? He becomes an actual pirate. He says, fuck this. He just goes out. He steals the ship. And he goes off killing loads of people. And he does all proper pirate shit. And he kind of he tries to track down Blackbeard to get revenge. Uh, I think the reason why we didn't see this be a really cool movie because this is. I was weird. just thinking that like be this should really be a cool movie because he just got caught then and got hanged. Oh, okay. uh, well, so. you can change that bit. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got Good screenwriter. No problem. problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like Captain Jack Sparrow, but because not as good. Not as good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, I, but it's kind of because you know, the pirate, the, 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 those pirates of the Caribbean movies had like. Uh, so many different homages to all different art pirate stories. Uh-huh. Um, it would be nice to see something like this, but we did not. Well, one day when when Pirates of the Caribbean, when people are nostalgic for Pirates of the Caribbean, Ooh. we might get the what is his name? Steed Bonnet. Steed Bonnet. Steed Bonnet. Yeah. It's not. A, it's not a very intimidating name. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. no. It sounds like I don't know a type of. I don't know. Just change Bonnet to Hood. Sort Ooh. Steed Hood. Yeah. Steed Better, Steve. Right? Lord Hood. Ooh. Mm. Is that a thing? Is that a person? No. <laughs> Okay. Well, hey, Lordhood is a thing, right? That means you're a lord. No, but I feel like there's a oh, real guy oh, called right. Lordhood. I don't know. It's pretty in bad England or something. Yeah. yeah, could be. There's a Lord Sandwich, so you know. 
That's the order. Everything was in Earl. Yeah, he was in Earl. Earl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a two-user Ohio putter. <laughs> sandwich trivia. <laughs> sandwich period. It's like, yeah. it's an urn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for that bit of uh, history lesson there, Al. Here we go. We appreciate it. Um, next week, Merfolk. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, we, we've done dinosaurs, like... We've done dinosaurs. True, like, yeah. We've only... Not, we not historically accurate. Either. Yeah, yeah. we got two tribes to go. Yeah. What's your doing? Vampires. Vampires. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Again, it's going to get spooky in a few weeks, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's true. That's true. We might we'll save vampires for that. We'll save, we'll save that for our, our dinosaur draft weekend. <gasps> Maybe so. All right. <laughs> there should be a vampire draft. Okay. Bye. See ya. <laughs> bye, bye.